The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. This is the American Greek Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, Keisha Williams owns a product that could revolutionize healthcare and fuel a billion-dollar industry. She was a big dreamer, and she was very confident that she would be successful. This charismatic con has investors certain they'll be raking in the profits. She would tell people, I'm a millionaire, I'm a multimillionaire, and people believed her. She flaunts her influence by living like a pampered temptress. Vacationing in Bora Bora or Jamaica or Tahiti. She would rent the largest villas on the island. She brought a personal chef with her, and she traveled in style. Keisha has a reputation for making it rain and finding men who feed her craving for power. She promised them things that she knew they wanted. Keisha Williams' main purpose in life was to make people subservient to her. It was a fantastic scheme. I didn't realize what it was until now. That money, that over $5 million, is gone. It was a level of greed that I've rarely seen. It's a warm October evening, and there are fat tips looming on the horizon for the staff at an upscale steakhouse in Northern Virginia. That's because Keisha Williams just rolled up in her sleek new Mercedes. Arthur Robinson is a former federal air marshal and a friend of Keisha Williams. You go to Lyle, these places around here, believe me, everyone knows Keisha Williams. Jamie Vera is a special agent for the FBI. She was always staying at the Ritz-Carlton, and she was always at the Four Seasons. And not only would she stay at these hotels, she would stay in the presidential suite. Keisha Williams demands only the best. Her liquor is exclusively top shelf. Her cigars, hand-rolled in Cuba. When Keisha walked in, she wouldn't even have to say, I want. They already knew. They knew the exact type of ice, the exact type of drink. Tonight, she's meeting Harry Singh. A Wall Street investor who's interested in Keisha's newest enterprise, a healthcare-based software system. Keisha tells him that she's already put $30 million into the software called Zydacron, and other big investors are beating down the door. She told me that the Prime Minister of Dubai was thinking about implementing the platform in all of Dubai. One big problem with that, there's no such thing as a prime minister of Dubai. Uh-oh. Keisha's story isn't adding up. And her dinner companion is an undercover FBI agent. And he's getting it all on tape. Even though I'm a numbers guy, there's some qualitative aspect in a relationship, so... FBI Special Agent Verinda Singh. Prior to the FBI, I worked on Wall Street as an investment banker. I could talk the talk and walk the walk. Uh, what, what's the dollar amount? Of, how, much, how much capital are you requesting there? Uh, $12 million in celerity. Um, when I met Keisha, I could 
easily tell this is someone who's trying to portray an image of someone who she may not be. In fact, authorities suspect she's using her powers of persuasion to drain investors of their money. Assistant U.S. Attorney Grace Hill investigates white-collar crimes in the Eastern District of Virginia, where Keisha Williams resides. Keisha Williams' M.O. was to start with a kernel of truth, then build up a layer of lies around that. Zachary Terwilliger is the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia. It's a question of running down many different rabbit holes and finding out if something actually did occur that was a crime. Martha Robinson first met Keisha Williams years before at a gym in Ashburn, Virginia. Once Art and Keisha realized they're both from the South, their friendship took off. She was very independent. And to me, that's Southern roots. I mean, you take care of home, take care of family, take care of business. That's what ooze out of her pores as far as I'm concerned. The former Pentagon police officer had been among the first responders in the aftermath of 9-11. Everything was law enforcement to me and helping, helping, helping. That, is, that was my life. And in my heart, it still is my life. But by 2005, his life is in a downward spiral. I started gambling. And um, I ended up losing my condo. And I got really, really, really um, financially screwed. I was really depressed about it. In Arthur's mind, he's fallen from grace, but Keisha promises to help him rebuild his life. I wanted to start a nonprofit in my mother's name, you know, for kids that were victims of domestic violence. And she kept saying, oh, bro, you got all these skills. You don't need to waste that. So she really got into my, my world. And... I've always been very careful about who I allowed in my world. People who know Keisha say it is her uncanny ability to form a mutual bond that makes her seem so trustworthy. In the fall of 2013, Northern California businessman Christian DeAndrade is looking to take his 20-year-old IT company to the next level. It was growing, very vibrant. We were doing extremely well. I was looking for a person to help me do some business development in Washington, D.C. He hopes expanding his business into Northern Virginia will give him a slice of the billions of federal dollars doled out to tech companies like his each year. On a business trip to D.C., a colleague puts him in contact with 36-year-old Keisha Williams. Keisha tells him that her consulting business, Keisha Williams & Associates, specializes in information technology. And her resume includes work with big government contractors like Lockheed Martin. She told Chris that she was very well educated, that she had a JD, that she had a master's degree, and that she was fluent in several languages. It's not just the credentials that sealed the deal for Chris DeAndrade. It's Keisha. She's very charismatic and she's very warm. She's very down to earth, you know, uh, she like a little magnet. We agreed that normally small black companies can't seem to work together. And we decided we were going to work together. We we're going to make this an example to black organizations working together as a team. Chris says he agrees to pay Keisha a $200,000 consulting fee to land the plum federal contracts he's looking for. I look at her as an investment that I was willing to make to grow the business. 
three months later, a different opportunity comes knocking when Chris gets a tip from a friend who's a CEO at a California hospital. He tells him about an Austrian tech company that's going bankrupt and is looking to sell its telehealth software patent to a U.S. buyer. Assistant U.S. Attorney Jack Hanley. The software Zytokron would enable patients to be examined remotely by doctors and to communicate with their doctors remotely. Telehealth is a buzzing topic. Many see it as the next huge trend in the trillion-dollar U.S. healthcare industry. The same exact software that the VA is using right now, that's the exact software, but at that time, no one had, had it available to them. To Chris, the Zytokron software technology smells like big money. I thought this could be a billion-dollar product. He sends an email to float the idea by his new business consultant, Keisha Williams. And she called me back and said, it's awesome. What can we do to get this thing? We really need to have it. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. For the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. In October of 2014, entrepreneur Chris DeAndrade and his new business consultant Keisha Williams are hoping to turn a revolutionary new software program called Zytokron into a billion-dollar business. It was a medical software that enabled patients to speak with doctors um, over the Internet and also to transmit medical data. A few weeks later, Keisha comes back from a trip to Austria and says she's purchased the Zytokron software through a bankruptcy auction. So that's when I said, well, okay, let's figure out how much money I owe. She told Chris that she had paid over $3 million for the software and that they would have to raise $1.7 million together in order to pay the taxes and interest that had accrued on the software purchase. Keisha Williams declined to speak with American Greed. But Robert Jenkins Jr. is Keisha's former defense attorney. He says it's all a win-win for Chris DeAndrade. Chris was expecting to get a 50% ownership stake in the new company. So he certainly was motivated um, by what he believed was going to be a very, very profitable company. Automatically, I knew I owe half... So I started looking for money. So I took my retirement money. Maybe not a smart move at that point, but I did. So I came up with like $600,000. Then Keisha wants more. At that point, I couldn't raise enough money on my own. So I went to friends, a lot of friends. Chris gets his girlfriend to lend him money for the software. 
He also convinces a friend who's recently retired to invest. She took every dime she had out of her savings and she gave it to me. They each chip in with the promise they'll get a healthy 30% return on their investment. Chris isn't the only one on a mission to find investors. If anything, Keisha seems to be hustling harder. There was constant communication between us, four, five, six times a day, emails. I would be on the phone with her till 8, 9 o'clock at night, almost every night. Her father has a construction company in Atlanta, and he's borrowing money to help us, and uh, I totally trusted her. Then Chris reaches out to a longtime friend in Virginia named Joe Sanders. She used to work with me for quite a few years, and her and I were like brothers and sisters. Joe has recently been diagnosed with cancer, and she's about to undergo treatment. But she ponies up nearly $100,000. I explained to Keisha that Joe was ill, but she's willing to help us with this money. And uh, I don't want to gamble with her money because I know how expensive it is for cancer treatment. And she said, oh, no, 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 you don't have to worry about that. Joe was uh, a loving mother, and she had a pretty successful career. Tom Dillon is a retired business executive and Joe's former husband. He remembers when Joe first told him about the software venture. Joe was not financially savvy, and she trusted Chris. That was the bottom line. She... She trusted him completely. By January 2015, Keisha Williams and her partner, Christy Andrade, have plans to revamp the telehealth software they purchased in Austria into a billion-dollar interface. We were looking for a venture capital who would help us to market it. And even though Keisha is their primary contact in Austria... Chris remains committed. In fact, buying it had been his idea in the first place. I never gambled like that before, but I knew that product was there. I was excited. But Keisha says that each day the software sits in escrow, the fees skyrocket, along with the price of their investment. Text exchanges show how Keisha kept the pressure on Chris. Remember now, the software is in Vienna. Uh, I have a lot of people money at stake. Everything that I have was at stake. That's when Keisha Williams introduces a new big money investor, John the Texan, a supposed billionaire oil tycoon. And she said John is willing to lend us $68 million to not only get the software revamped here, but also to pay off all our debts in Europe. John was it. John was a saving grace. But Keisha says there's just one catch. John wanted to give them $68 million, but they had to pay to play. They had to raise a certain amount of money to show John that they were able to do so and that he would then release the money to them. She would say, well, we need this money so bad, just offer them double their money. And uh, I would say, sure, double their money? She'd say, yeah, no problem. We'll have money to give them back. We're getting $68 million. We'll, you know, we'll just make sure we get them back their money. They'll, they'll be satisfied. And Keisha stays in constant contact. Text messages seem like every couple hours. Emails and the conversations daily, hourly, seem like it. She wrote to Chris, texted him many times, 
in order to get him to go out and put the screws on his friends and family to raise the money. Joe Sanders invests another $13,000. Keisha would tell him to go out and seek people's social security benefits, seek their disability checks, get their retirements out of them. Everybody was willing to lend me under their breeding. I borrowed money from. Keisha is begging for money from everyone she knows, too. Or is she? The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. In Northern Virginia, Tyson's Galleria has been called the Rodeo Drive of the Washington, D.C. area. And it's Keisha Williams' playground. In late 2015, it's been a few months since Art Robinson has seen Keisha. He catches up with her at the Galleria. She appeared to have become very successful. I mean, she was driving a really, really, really big Mercedes. I think like a $250,000 car. Inside an upscale restaurant, Keisha's favorite booth has a plaque with her name on it. She went a, a really, really expensive watch, that had, and I could see the diamonds from across the table. She's drinking top-shelf bourbon to the tune of 50 bucks a shot, and she's bragging about her recent acquisition. I asked her what has changed. She said, well, I bought a telehealth company in Austria. She said, I paid $60 million for it. I'm like, Wow. She tells Arthur that her company will be like the Facebook of telehealth. And by all appearances, she's already living the dream. She enjoyed nice things. No secret about that. But also, Keisha understood that in order to attract people um, to her business venture, she had to give the appearance of success. And having nice things often did that. Arthur soon learns that Keisha's not living large by her lonesome. Keisha had a... She had a girlfriend, Danielle. I liked Danielle, but I wasn't fond of her because I think Danielle definitely was a gold digger. Arthur says Keisha and Danielle, a former NFL cheerleader, spend time at Tyson's Galleria or the strip of trendy bars in Ashburn. Right here, straight ahead. That one there, or this bar, Louis, right here. She'd be there just drinking day in and day out. Keisha often stays at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel even though she owns a home nearby. I knew one time for certain Keisha stayed at the Ritz and Tyson's for 51 days. The Ritz that she liked to stay at is attached to this Galleria. I used to call it her base of operation. Is everything is right in one central location. Guys with her car, they knew Keisha was a big tipper. She was always giving out what she called blue bills, which is $100 bills. <laughs> 
she was just flat, just throwing money away. Keisha enjoys the good life, but who's paying for it? By January 2017, Keisha Williams' name pops up on the FBI's online tip center. Agent Jamie Vera opens a case. The FBI received a number of complaints from individuals who believed that they had been defrauded by her business, Keisha Williams and Associates Consulting. The complaints suggest Keisha has a history of conning business owners into investing cash, then disappearing into the wind. As Agent Vera digs deep into past bank records, she sees large sums paid to Keisha's account by an individual in California, Christian DeAndrade. I see money coming in, which says it's for fees, for KWAC fees, but then I see her spending, and it doesn't look like a normal business would be spending their money on. It was things like travel, which could be a business expense, but travel to exotic places like Tahiti and Jamaica. Then there are luxury shopping sprees at stores like Chanel and Gucci and Bottega Veneta. You would see $50,000 come in and then just boom, 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 the money going out on things like her staying at the Ritz-Carlton, the Four Seasons. Agent Jamie Vera observes other large deposits, these made by a 71-year-old Virginia resident named Joe Sanders. They arranged to meet at a local coffee shop. Joe was, she's a very sweet lady. I learned that she had cancer. She was very close friends with Chris DeAndrade. So I asked her, Joe, did you invest with an individual or loan money to an individual by the name of Keisha Williams? Her face changed and she looked at me and she said, I had a bad feeling about her. At that point, I knew I was on the right track. The FBI decides to ratchet up their investigation. We want to see the money, and we want to follow the money, because that's the answer to everything. Unaware of prying eyes, Keisha's not done with Chris DeAndrade. Texts later used by prosecutors show that in September 2017, Keisha sent him a frantic text, allegedly from Austria, where she is slated to appear in court about the unpaid software fees. She had went to Vienna. While she was there, they took her passport away. She texts, I need to get out of here, and looks like I'm going to be locked up and unable to go anywhere. Chris frantically replies, I've been awake. Where the hell am I going to find money? I keep looking all the time. Keisha tells Chris, I've lost everything as well, including my freedom. And ain't no way in hell I'm getting out of here anytime soon. By this time, I, you know, I was totally out of it. I was thinking about all the people that I owed money to and wanted to make sure that we didn't lose the software so we can pay people back their money. According to Keisha, they need to come up with another half million or risk losing the software entirely. So she kept moving the goalposts on him, changing the reasons for why they needed to raise more money. Over the next several weeks, Chris believes Keisha is detained in Austria. In this call recorded by Keisha that will later be confiscated as evidence of her tactics, she relentlessly berates him for more. They gave us more than enough time, Chris. And these people you been with ain't come up with nothing. 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 I made people take the money out of their credit cards to pay their lawyer and to get her passport back. 
Bank records and text messages suggest Keisha is traveling and spending extensively during this period, but not in Vienna. Photos later confiscated from her phone by prosecutors will confirm she's touring Jamaica and Tahiti with her girlfriend. Just by looking, you would think this woman has a great life. She lives the life of luxury, the life of the rich and famous. And she really did live that way. In Northern Virginia, Keisha Williams has employed Arthur Robinson as her own private security detail. Most days, he's fulfilling the role of Keisha's driver and errand boy. What I did for Keisha, it should be more like what I didn't do. I drove around, carried shopping bags, cut grass, washed cars, everything. You name it, I did it. Arthur doesn't recall any trips to Austria during this time. But Keisha and her girlfriend are taking plenty of luxury vacations. Trips to Italy, Bora Bora, and Miami. At the Cavalieri Hotel in Rome, Keisha Williams complained in a text to friends that the Mercedes that picked them up was too small and not her style. Everyone knew her, from the general manager to the groundskeeper. And she was sitting at the pool. And they just catered to her. Keisha spent 75000 on a surprise trip to Jamaica for Danielle's birthday and sixteen grand staying at the Four Seasons in Palm Beach, Florida. According to Art Robinson, Keisha found ways to keep the party going strong at home in Virginia, too. Keisha and Danielle enjoy going to strip clubs. That, that was their thing. He recalls one night in particular. So we get to this place. And um, when we get in there, it is laid out with liquor and glasses and sofas. And then I see these two girls come in. Both of them got these stacks of $1 bills in each arm. Keisha opened one of the stacks of ones and grabbed a stack like this and just threw it in the air. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. I know she didn't just do what I thought she just did. And then Danielle grabs one. It was so much money that you literally could not see the floor because they would just reach in, grab a handful, and just, and everywhere. I get what they say, make it rain or whatever. It was snowing, for real. Keisha Williams displayed absolutely no empathy whatsoever for her victims and the positions that she had put them in. It was a lack of conscience that was verging on sociopathic. And while Keisha's pulling the wool over the eyes of her investors... She runs an entirely different play on Arthur Robinson. It was always, we as black people don't stick together, and we have to stick together. And she was real big on that. In the winter of 2016, Keisha takes Arthur out to dinner, and they party it up with sushi, cigars, and bourbon. While they celebrate, Keisha asks Art to help her out of a jam. She said, listen, I loaned these guys millions of dollars to start a hedge fund. And I can't get my money back. I said, well, I tell you what, give me the guys' names. Give me a couple of days. I want to do some background on these guys before I even talk. Plus, I've been drinking. But later that night, Keisha calls one of the men in California, and she adds Arthur in on a three-way call and announces him as an FBI agent. The way she introduced me was, this is Agent Robinson. Because I, I know, being impersonated a federal agent, it, it's a federal crime. And it's a felony. 
Over the next several months, Arthur Robinson uses his military background to pressure the California businessmen. I'm a very staunch protector of women and kids. And she, she knew that, because that's what a Southern man is supposed to do. You take care of the women folk in your, in your life. He contacts both men by phone and via text messages in an attempt to demand more than $54 million, money that Keisha insists they owe her. She knew Art Robinson had this background in law enforcement, and I think she just knew that he was very vulnerable. In Northern California, Christian DeAndrade has resorted to his own desperate measures. He begins to lie to new investors about where the money is going and how quickly it will be paid back. I would mislead people, not intentionally. Well, I did it intentionally because of my back was against the wall. It's always 24, 48 hours. We had to come up with money. Just as Christy Andrade starts to run dry, Keisha finds another willing mark with connections to a fresh pool of investors. She was just going to keep going from person to person, wringing them completely dry of resources, and then moving on to someone else. By 2017, the well is running dry with Christy Andrade and his circle of trusting friends. Keisha Williams has devastated their savings. One of her victims, she knew to have stage four cancer, and this woman could not afford Christmas presents for her grandchildren. Another victim texted her that he was unable to buy milk for his baby because of all the money that he had taken out for Keisha Williams. And even though Christian DeAndrade is defeated, broke, and demoralized, Keisha still has him on a string. She tells him they've reached the finish line and that John, the Texas billionaire, has finally come through. Keisha's telling Chris that this money was actually sitting in an account at Bank of America and that the $58 million had actually come in from John, but that it was stuck. And it was stuck in this ghost account. I worked in banking before. I had never heard of a ghost account. It's a classic fraudster move to keep moving the goalposts, to keep investors hoping that their returns are just around the corner, that if they don't put in a little bit more money, that everything's going to be lost. The FBI is wise to Keisha's game. They just need enough evidence to convict her. We had bank records showing how much money Keisha was getting, what she was spending it on, and we had Joe Sanders' statement. What we were lacking was something from Keisha, either in writing or on a recording. That's when FBI Special Agent Varinder Singh asks Joe Sanders to introduce him to Keisha as Harry Singh. I needed to figure out what persona I was going to portray in meeting Keisha. What I had decided on was to portray myself as a wealthy investor. At the same time, FBI agents fly to Northern California to speak with Christian DeAndrade in person. It wasn't entirely clear. So we wanted to establish, does he actually know what she's doing? I said, why is the FBI calling me? I hardly even got a damn parking ticket. Why is the FBI calling me? Meeting with Chris, it doesn't take Agent Vera long to realize that he is oblivious to Keisha's lies. He said, I trust her with my life. And we were just so taken back by why he would trust this woman so much. And we got to a point where we asked Chris, we said, Chris, where do you think Keisha was last week? 
He thinks she's in Vienna. I said, I talk to her every day. According to Keisha, we had everything done. The money was going to be released that next Monday. Agent Vera breaks the bad news. We had information that told us that weeks before this interview, Keisha was actually in Italy with her girlfriend on a very nice vacation. He was so shocked by the fact that she would lie to him. And it's like in that moment, we became the bad guys. This is UCE 7606 initiating up approximately 7.40 p.m. with Keisha Williams. On October 12, 2017, with Chris still in denial, the FBI moves forward with their original plan. Harry Singh prepares to meet Keisha Williams. I originally planned to have dinner at Capital Girl, a quiet establishment, high-end steakhouse. Hi, how are you? My name's Harry. I'm meeting Keisha Williams here. She changed the venue to Eddie B's in Tyson's Corner. She's introducing me to everyone, the bartender, the hostess, the waiters. She wanted to make sure that I knew she was a hotshot. Over dinner, Keisha talks up the other investors. And I'll be honest with you about this. We have someone who is, this is a guy who wants to be an investor, but he wants to dump a lot of money. He's willing to give us a $10 million loan um, next week. She told me she had some large oil and gas investors wanting to write a check for any amount she wanted. People she had known for years, yet she wanted to move forward with Harry Singh, uh, someone who she just met an hour ago. That was an absolute red flag for me. Then she explains her dilemma. Her asset is in hock to the banks in Austria. It's going to keep going up 14% compounded daily. You don't want to pay. One of the first figures that she threw out at dinner, which was the fact that there was $1.3 million accruing interest at 14% compounded daily. Just to give you an idea, $1 compounded daily at 14% for 365 days is 600 quadrillion. That's 600 with 18 zeros behind it. So it's one of two things. It's an outright lie, or he or she has no idea what she's talking about. I knew this would give the prosecutor what they needed in order to have a slam dunk case. I like those shoes. Oh, thank you, thank you. On February 13, 2018... An arrest warrant is issued against Keisha Williams, who agents suspect fleeced more than 50 investors out of their savings. She took almost all of that money and spent it on lavish vacations, expensive clothes, living in hotel rooms. It was a level of greed that I've rarely seen. But the charismatic Khan has gone missing. We had agents that would just go sit outside her house. There was never any activity showing her coming in or out of the house. They'll later learn Keisha prefers to stay at the Ritz. But agents track Keisha's credit accounts and see that she's booked on a trip to Mexico and scheduled to leave Reagan National Airport at 10 a.m. on February 15th. At that point, really wasn't sure. Is she fleeing the country because she's concerned that we're on to her? Or is she just going on another lavish vacation? Agents arrive to stake out the gate at 7 a.m. 8 o'clock rolls around, and 8.30 rolls around. She's still not there. And it must have been 30 minutes or so before her flight was scheduled to depart. And here comes Keisha and her girlfriend, just in a hurry, rushing into the airport to catch their flight. 
But she's not going anywhere exotic. I think she really was shocked when she, in her mind, she's about to go on this luxurious vacation to Mexico with her girlfriend. Keisha did not believe that what she did in this case really was anything that was illegal or wrong in any sense of the word. Keisha's belief was that any monies that she was using for personal purposes could easily be repaid once financing came through. But once the FBI seizes Williams' phone, they discover an unexpected jackpot of physical evidence. We see that there are 195,000 text messages on this phone. And that's a lot of text messages. Keisha Williams lied to everyone. But texts and photos on her cell phone provide the critical evidence for prosecutors. So this time period, this was October 2017, and at this point, Keisha was telling Chris that she was being detained overseas in Austria. This is a text message from Keisha to Chris, and she says, I'm frustrated, I'm pissed, I'm angry, I'm mad, I'm tired, I'm upset, I'm confused, I'm a lot of things, but came up with 90,000, so I need you to come up with the 57,000 ASAP. That text message was 7.56, and then within 30 minutes, she texts her girlfriend, and she says, I'm waiting on the asses now at Applebee's having a quick $3 Jack Daniel. So she clearly was not in Austria. She was at Applebee's having a drink, and there are not any Applebee's in Austria that I'm aware of. Days later, on October 10th, while Williams was still allegedly stuck in Austria, texts reveal she was actually in Jamaica with Danielle. So this was a picture of her ATVing in Jamaica with money that was sent to her by some of the victims. There was a series of text messages where Keisha was telling Chris that she was sick in bed and then minutes later she was texting her girlfriend saying, we're at Rick's cafe, and then we found this picture showing that she was there. On another luxury vacation with her girlfriend in Bora Bora, Keisha texted her friends bragging she just spotted actor Tracy Morgan, then added, I still have the biggest villa on the island. You would see Chris frantically trying to go find this money for her, and then at the same time, within minutes, he's texting her girlfriend about renting a yacht or going on a vacation to Tahiti or Jamaica. It provided, in Keisha's own words, all of the lies that she had been telling Chris and investors Text revealed how she told Chris DeAndrade she was broke and struggling to deal with financial and medical emergencies. Every single day for a two-year period was just her lies. Williams is accused of swindling more than $5 million from investors for the revolutionary healthcare software program she told them she'd bought. But she only sent just over $200,000 to Austria. Texts show that a month before Williams' arrest in February, DeAndrade sent her his social security check. In retrospect, it could have been worse for me. If she had thrown her phone away, I would have been in jail for 16 years. Christian DeAndrade is charged and pleads guilty to felony wire fraud for his part in the scheme. At my age, now I have a record and have nothing. I have my health. That's the only thing I have left. Keisha's girlfriend, Danielle, is not charged with any wrongdoing. Arthur Robinson is charged and pleads guilty to impersonating a federal officer and gets probation. I was being lied to the whole time. 
and I should have freaking seen it. On October 15th at the federal courthouse in Alexandria, Virginia, Keisha Williams' trial begins. She pleads not guilty. Keisha always intended um, to pay back every investor, um, every nickel, every dime that she promised them. Um, But much of that was contingent on the company being successful. The prosecution claims Keisha induced people to lend her money by telling them lies. But 71-year-old Joe Sanders is the most damaging witness to Williams' case. The cancer had progressed. She barely could go to the trial, and she had to go in a wheelchair. And it was very emotional for her. And I'm sure that the jury saw her as a real victim. Joe was literally dying of cancer throughout this whole case. And Keisha knew that, and she did not care. I think the judge really got to see Keisha Williams' character. The next day, Keisha Williams decides to change her plea to guilty of 14 counts of fraud-related charges. The prosecution's most damning evidence never makes it to court. The loot that was confiscated from her Ashburn residence. So these shoes cost $670. These are all Jordans. They were all brand new. They were all in the boxes just like this when we found them. This is $1,495, $350, $895. Keisha Williams spent over a million dollars of investors' money on luxury shopping. This is just a portion of it. And again, this was all investor money. The hardest part of a lot of these white-collar cases is the conversation that we have to have with victims where we tell them, your money is gone. That part is always heartbreaking. On October 17, 2018, Keisha Williams is sentenced to 15 and a half years in federal prison, and the judge adds a final caveat. The brazenness that Keisha Williams displayed could be seen in the fact that she brought with her to trial and to her sentencing a leather portfolio from a luxury Italian designer, Bottega Veneta, retails for $1,900. And at the sentencing proceeding, the judge ordered her to forfeit that portfolio. So the contents were dumped out and the portfolio was handed over to the government because as the judge said at the time, she wasn't gonna need that where she was going. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. For the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.